My Love of Life Energy is a podcast created by Anna Scott. Anna knows that every human being sees life uniquely. In this podcast, she will talk to people and learn from them. These conversations are to shine the brilliance of each human being she speaks to. Join her. After each exploration, you will expand on your insights and see truth and beauty. Good morning and good afternoon. Welcome to my podcast, My Love of Life Energy. And I'm continuing my series in medicine and healing. And today I have the great <laughs> honor to interviewing a woman, Kathleen Dowd, who I met um, in Costa Rica when I began my journey with medicine. And Kathleen, you are uh, a healer, you're a yoga instructor. You're a psychic, and you are a powerful, powerful leader. And I am thrilled to have you here. So welcome to my podcast. Thank you, Anna. The honor is truly mine. Thank you. Um, the thing that I love most um, about, I mean, the many things that I love about Kathleen is when I met Kathleen, um, we ended up um, staying, we met and then never left the week in Costa Rica. And I don't know, I've never met anybody who can listen as deeply and see somebody. And that is one of your greatest gifts, Kathleen. So thank you. Thank you. And tell me, tell me what you're up to these days and what you're loving to share with the world. Hmm. Well, I'm first being called to just remember the time that we met, in fact, the specific moment. And as I think I've shared with you before, it, it felt like a soul reunion for me. <laughs> now, I, I don't think I've ever had that experience before in my life. It was so profound. And I remember looking into your eyes and it felt so easy and natural to be with you and to know you. And I continue to feel that way. And just what a gift that was mm. to have had that experience. Mm. So thank you for that connection mm. and that soul reunion. Mm. And so it's interesting that you start with and bring up listening because that's actually been, you know, sometimes I get on my soapbox about it, but really what I feel and know to be true is it's a deep passion of mine because I know the healing power of being heard and seen, of really truly being seen and heard and, and felt and experienced as a divine person. And so it's one of the things I've started to talk about more is deep listening. It's one of the things that I've realized is the gift that I do bring to my clients and my closest friends is that gift of being seen and heard. And as to so many things that somebody does well and that comes easily, it's taken me a while to even realize what a gift it is until I started receiving so much feedback about the impact of this simple practice, yet not easy. And so it's one thing I've been really trying to um, share with people and help understand through, I've done a few YouTube videos about this topic and um, some of my newsletters and just helping people have that experience 
of being so deeply seen that something transforms within them. And when you, um, I, I've experienced, um, I've had been blessed uh, to receive your listening and seeing. I can remember walking down the street in Costa Rica and you reflecting back what you see about me. And I felt like somebody had gone inside of me and was turning the lights on. Mm. Like they had gone inside of me. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering um, what you see about the power of it, like what you've seen around it. Mm. It's the power of presence. <laughs> okay, say more. One of my, when I was studying in my yoga therapy training program, my teacher Molly said, never underestimate the healing power of presence. And I think it sounds, again, so simple that how could it be so profound and deep? And yet, when we are both at one with our own true nature and then connected with another in that same way and seeing their true nature. It's one of the most profound experiences I think we can have as a human. You know, Kathleen, what I just felt, what you just did, and I've never seen this till right now because you've said that to me, But what I see is that you connect into presence of yourself and the other person, but also the intelligence of the universe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that 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 presence invites like a flow of life. Mm. It's a beautiful reflection. You know, when we can really feel into the truth of who we are, which is how I see healing is helping to reflect to somebody the truth of who they are. And we can have that felt sense experience Mm. of our true nature. That connection Mm. that flows between two people is profound. And how do you see, um, like we say these words. Yeah like our true nature and how do you experience our true nature? What do you see around that? What I know to be true for myself and what I, what I experience that as is this connection to something, this energy that is beyond and bigger than each of us all of us, and also that we are a part of. And so we are all connected through that. It's like being a drop in the ocean. Now we're all connected to the drops in the ocean. And so when I can tap into that, and for me as an empath and a clear sentient person, I have the felt sense of that in my body. I feel that and experience that viscerally when I can experience that and the truth of that for myself and know then that it's true for everybody, that is how, that's the starting place from which I connect with others.
It's interesting when you just said, and I could feel you doing it. Mm. I took this massive exhale of a breath. Mm. Just by you speaking and being in your presence, my whole system, my nervous system um, relaxed Mm. and my breath deepened. Yeah. That's beautiful. In some ways, it's almost hard to explain. And yet when we have the experience of it, we know it at these different levels besides and beyond the mental level. And then we can understand it in a different way. Mm. <laughs> I, I love what um, so I have a writing coach who um, says, show, don't tell. Mm. And what I just experienced through you is um, you, you said the words, but I felt your energy feeling into it and going there as you were talking, you were showing it. Mm. Yeah. I think I've finally learned to fully understand what it means to follow the lead of spirit and be guided by that intuitive knowing and connection. Say more about that. You know, I think in the past, I would have searched for just the right phrase to really explain it, to make sure people understood exactly what I was trying to say. And now my practice is more one of deepening in and settling into the moment and seeing what comes through. <laughs> it seems like a surprise party. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I like it. A party is a good way to see it. It's a deep allowing mm. of that energy, that life force energy that is present and connects us all to move through and come through. And it's so much bigger than my mind. And so if I can get out of the way of my mind, and then allow it to come through. Hmm. And how, I mean, I'm curious what you've seen, how this presence heals people, like hmm. what you've witnessed or what you've seen. Yeah. So often the work that I do now is so related to the human energy field and the different um, parts of our energy. And over time, with the knocks and bumps of life, that energy can get blocked or stuck in different ways. And so a lot of what I see in the work I do with people is um, helping to tap into maybe some of the stories around something that have created a block in their energy field that they may or may not be aware of, or that may or may not have a physical manifestation and again, it's partly through this deep presence when we can, through the stories or through the layers of conversation and the mental layers, get to the deeper mm -hmm. essence, the energetic essence of these wounds or these blocked places in the energy field, people will have a felt sense of a release in energy. And that might be that, that could come through tears, that could come through a sigh, that could come through a big, deep exhale or release. It could come through trembling, all these different ways. And then 
that energy is freed up for the actual life of them, their life force energy to move into an area in a new way that perhaps it hadn't in many years. Mm. And do you see like, um, what I'm sensing is that like that energy gets like locked in a muscle or tissue in part of the body. Is that yep. what happens? That can, that can definitely happen. Uh, just the other day, one of the teachers I was talking with was, or was learning from was talking about how um, even when we block receiving love, often we feel knots in the back of our heart chakra. And ha- how many people have experienced the knots in the back of the shoulder blades? So that's one example of like how and where something might get stuck. So yes, often it is very common that it will manifest in the physical body okay you just said something and now you've just opened up pandora's box (laughs) um you said receiving love like receiving what is that to you Mm, receiving love Well, what's coming through in this moment is this idea, this allowing of the energy of this life force energy to come through, whether that's receiving from another person. I think part of the reason people love pets so much is their unconditional love, that they, it's easy to receive from a pet We don't have baggage around that. It's receiving the energy that we know is our true nature that is within us. And yet sometimes it's difficult to to see that and receive that and feel that from others or from ourselves. Well, as somebody who um, sucks at receiving, (laughs) you have me captivated by this. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think I'm alone. Like, I think the, the feminine is designed, like we've been just told to give, give, give. Yes. And I'm curious what you've seen about women and receiving. Mm. Such a great question. What I've seen is that women have been conditioned for many millennia now to be the caretakers only, to care for others, to their value is placed on caring for others. And when we're told and conditioned and shown over and over that that's our value, then that's what we do. That's what we strengthen, the muscles that we strengthen for survival and for thriving. Mm. I, I can feel the, um, when you say this, what I feel is the emptiness of women then. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Like kind of like a, like a, no, no offense to vanilla, but like a bland, <laughs> like just a poached chicken with no salt or pepper and water. <laughs> it's a great description. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the, I mean, that's the feeling 
when you were speaking of what women have done to themselves. Yeah. And not, and not even knowing that we're doing it. Yeah. And isn't it ironic that the nature, the feminine, the yin energy is supposed to be a receptive, a receptive energy. So say more about that, please, because I, I'm betting there are a bunch of women who are going to listen to this and they're going to go, huh? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, so I, I look at the dualities of our energy system and sort of the yin-yang nature of the masculine feminine that we all have within us, no matter what gender we are or how we identify. And so yang, yang energy tends to be this action-oriented, giving, doing kind of energy. And then the yin nature is this receptive, allowing. And we need both. We need everything in between and all the parts on the spectrum. And it's ironic to me that women are often challenged to receive when that's the very nature of the feminine. you're hitting a truth bomb (laughs) (laughs) because what you're doing right now and you you spoke about it when I said it was a surprise party what I can feel you doing or what I sense you're doing is that you're just receiving the information yes of what to say and what to do and you're trusting it knowing that that's your divine right Yes, and I'll tell you, it's not always comfortable. Hmm. The feminine, the yin is also some, it's often slower. So I have to sometimes wait for the words to come through. And I'm used hmm. to having a quick response, making sure I can have a, a reply in a timely manner, if you will. And so it's a practice. But what's really interesting, Kathleen, is I can feel the beauty of your cadence Mm. and your voice, and it's actually slowing me down. Mm. I love that. And this is where it goes back to the power of your presence. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm. It feels like, um, in speaking to you right now, it feels like, like um, I'm on a slow stream moving through that's meandering, but it's beautiful. Like, you know, the ones that have the fresh flowers and the sunlight's dappling through and it's warm. And, mm. that's and so just, seeing, just seeing where life is going to take me or what it's going to show me. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And I always get curious, just because the nature of the work I do is embodied, is how that lands in your body. And what do you, you know, you already have alluded to or said some of that, the slowing down, the settling, the breath. And that's where the richness is, because this physical body is our, is our vehicle for these experiences in this lifetime. And it's where the magic happens. God, I am... I, um... You're such an invitation to come back in to your own nature. Mm -hmm. 
like an, um, an, uh, what's the word? An embodiment of it. Yeah. 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 That's why I actually started calling the work I do embodied spiritual coaching because it's in the body where we get to experience and have these transformative experiences. It's such a gift to be in this body that if we try to transcend it, we're missing the, the, the boat. <laughs> it must be so, I mean, I'm just feeling how I'm becoming and speaking with you. And it must be so interesting to um, witness people's pace at the beginning of working with you and at the end. Mm. Yeah. And it's not easy. You know, often I have to slow myself down and off when I'm on my own, I constantly am tuning into that remembering of the slowness of the physical body. And then as I work with people, same thing, gently bringing them back to that slowness of the deep connection with our bodies. You know, it's so interesting. I want to make a distinction. Um, because it hasn't been spoken, but what I can feel and sense that you're so good at is it's slow in comparison to how the intellect moves. Yeah. So that's why we have to say slow, but the natural rhythm of the body. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for putting words to that. Cause I was thinking that same thing. You must also be psychic. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I could, I could, um, and I've never, um, I've heard, how do I say it? It's the first time I can actually sense the net in talking to you right now. It's the first time I can sense my natural rhythm. Mm. And I would use the judgment of slow because I'm comparing it to my mind, but I'm seeing what you're doing is, is that your genius is to connect people to their natural rhythm mm. and experience it. Because once you get a taste of it, it's like, it's like great pizza. Once I have a great pizza, I'm not going to go back to store-bought frozen. It wouldn't make sense. Yeah. I mean, there's a deliciousness to it. There's a sense of homecoming, of coming home to our true nature, to who we really are, to our essence. Hmm. Wow. <laughs> I'm really moved by this. So, Kathleen, how do you how do you work with people? How do they how do they how do you work with them? There's a couple of different ways I work with people. I do offer sort of individual uh, psychic readings and healings, and those are sort of differently focused depending on what people are looking for. It's about you know if they're looking to work with chakras and supportive health of the chakra system or 
a bigger reading of life issues or that sort of thing. And then I do work, um, as I said, as a spiritually spiritual embodiment coach. And um, I offer sort of coaching sessions that, that really are based on what people are looking to focus on in their life and, and sort of how they're looking to um, expand or journey on their healing path. And each session is, of course, intuitively guided yeah. and different and, um, and shows up differently. But it's, it's very much working with the tools that I've studied and practiced for so many decades of yoga and yoga therapy and energy work and um, spirituality and kind of combining and being guided by all of that. Just as you are right now. <laughs> Yeah, what I what I love um, about this conversation and what we just did is people got to experience your your gift. I know I did. How I know that is because I just got to experience it. Thank you, Kathleen. How, how do people find you? Where do they? If they want to connect with you, where do they where do they go? Yeah, so my website is KathleenDowd.com. I like to keep it simple, Dowd, D-O-W-D, and Kathleen with a K. And from there, I have links to my YouTube channel and other online presences. Mm. And you have a, a yoga retreat coming up, is that correct? Yeah, I, I'm describe it's a healing retreat. I'm calling Beyond Yoga. Oh, good. Because <laughs> it is more than a yoga retreat. It's a healing retreat. Yeah. In uh, early August in Cascade mountains in Washington state. Three well, all this, all of this will be on the web, um, on the links. It'll be your bio and everything and you can find you. So I just want to thank you. This has been, <laughs> it's been more profound than I even imagined. Hmm. Thank you. Thank you for your beautiful reflections and for, shining the light in the world the way you do. It's incredible. Mm -hmm. It's an honor. Thank you. Thank you.